Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week, we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Joe Strauss has stated, one of the greatest breakthroughs in the practice of chiropractic during its 103-year history has come about by the decision to define chiropractic by its objective. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding of a chiropractic question, what can a chiropractor do for me? As you listen, make sure you share this with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. How many times have you heard a story about your friend or a friend of a friend say they went to a chiropractor and had X, Y, and Z done to them? Or another example would be you have a friend and you want them to experience the same great benefits that you do from your chiropractor and you're trying to lead them in the right direction towards visiting your chiropractor's practice, but they say they don't want to go because they've been to a chiropractor before where they received X, Y, and Z, and they don't have the time or money for that right now. You see, the fact is, there are thousands of chiropractors practicing chiropractic across the country, and all of them with a goal of helping their community experience more health and well-being through hundreds of different ways of getting there. Because there are so many ways of practicing chiropractic, this can become a confusing uh, topic to the consumer who wants to know, what can a chiropractor do for me? I understand if the process of practicing chiropractic may be widespread, but I also understand that the objective to what's being practiced within the profession is pretty straightforward. You see, professional objectives unify the practice, the practicing profession together uh, for many purposes. For example, the medical objective is to treat or prevent disease. And there are lots of different ways to do this, but across the board, they all share that same objective. Let's go back to the question at hand. What can a chiropractor do for me? And then let's look at what the objective to chiropractic is so that we can merge the two. But before we dive into the chiropractic objective, let's clarify the chiropractor's viewpoint to health and well-being so we are all on the same page. A chiropractor's viewpoint on well-being. Let's discuss. Chiropractic was founded in 1895 with a professional viewpoint that health and well-being are a self-sustaining process governed by an inner recuperative power to self-heal. This viewpoint is known as vitalism and it is differentiated from the viewpoint that health and healing are completely chemical and biological processes without any underlying principle of self-coordination or self-regulation. The chiropractic viewpoint to self-healing and vitalism 
is referred to as ADIO, which stands for Above, Down, Inside Out. There is a previous episode on today's tick titled ADIO with more information on this philosophy. But in short, ADIO is a principle that applies to how the body functions in a complete state of well-being from above, down, inside out. The viewpoint recognizes that the inner recuperative power of the body utilizes the brain and neurological system as the control and coordinating center of the body, and that sits above the rest of the body, literally physically and uh, theoretically, is the commanding station. So the control and coordination from above moves down through the neurological system, which would be your spinal cord, and then on the inside of your body to the outside through neurological or mental impulses. The above down inside out process of coordination and control of the trillions of cells and their respective tissues, glands and organs for the overall complete state of function of well-being is a principle that breaks down and simplifies the complex processes of physiology and body function. So this viewpoint is important to understand as it is the foundation to the chiropractic objective. And we are trying to answer the question, what can a chiropractor do for me? Well, now you know the chiropractor's objective is on a philosophical yet scientific yet physiological principle of self-healing and self-coordination. But before we dive any further into the objective, let's look at one more key element and factor to what the chiropractor can do for you. So a chiropractor's viewpoint on stress and adaptation. Stress and demands have been taking a toll on the human body and physiology for thousands and thousands of years. And a chiropractor's viewpoint on stress correlates to the professional objective at hand. Chiropractic identifies three forms of stress that can negatively affect your body if adaptation to these stressors are insufficient. Number one, you got physical stress. That can be defined as external invasive forces that outweigh the internal resistive forces of the body. Number two would be chemical stress. And that can be defined as external or internal chemicals that trigger physical reactions throughout the body, offsetting the chemical equilibrium or body chemistry. And number three is emotional stress. That can be defined as internal emotional tension or mental strain that produces physical responses throughout the body, offsetting chemical and physical equilibrium. Now, when stress outweighs our body's inner recuperative power to self-heal, we have a problem, and that is compensation. And this can create an environment internally for more physical and chemical stress to develop. And one area that the chiropractor focuses on is the physical stress that is developing within the spine from this compensation. So physical, chemical, and emotional forms of stress can actually create more stress if there is a lack of adaptation to it. And the stress that chiropractors focus on is termed vertebral subluxation. 
Now let's do a real quick definition of subluxation through R.W. Stevenson's chiropractic textbook that was used early in the profession's development at Palmer Chiropractic College in Davenport, Iowa. Vertebral subluxation is a condition of a vertebrae that has lost its proper juxtaposition with the one above or the one below or both to an extent less than a luxation which occludes an opening impinges the nerves, and interferes with the transmission of mental impulses. That was written by R.W. Stevenson over 100 years ago, and I feel professionally it is still the number one definition out there in the profession, even though there are a handful of them that try to create a better definition with current language. But either way, due to the ability of vertebrae to move, a loss of juxtaposition can and does occur within the spine if there's too much stress and too much compensation. So when a loss of juxtaposition occurs in relationship to the vertebrae above or below, and there is an occlusion or narrowing of the neurological foramina or holes or canals, and there is impingement of the neurological tissue, which interferes with the transmission of mental impulses through nerves, you have what chiropractors are trained at locating and facilitating the correction of, which is vertebral subluxation. And chiropractors focus on correcting those subluxations, those spinal stress, through chiropractic adjustments. And the position of a chiropractor on his viewpoint on the adjustment is, number one, there is that inner recuperative power to self-regulate and self-heal within the body. And number two, your body has this innate characteristic of restoring wholeness through the neurological system. The nerves are the primary tool for coordination and direction of a working body in a state of wholeness or well-being. And three, a chiropractor's viewpoint is that the neurological system can be interfered with uh, through that intimate relationship of the spinal bones and the neurological tissue. And that's where vertebral subluxation comes in, which interferes with those nerves, which interferes with the body's self-governing, self-regulatory healing system. So the process of neurological communication from brain to body and body back to brain needs to be free of this interference in the spine in order for optimal coordination of well-being to occur. And so the chiropractor's objective is to locate, analyze, and correct subluxation through a chiropractic adjustment for the better expression of well-being. That is a shared professional objective across the board Regardless of what the chiropractor is doing, we know that that is the objective at hand across the board for most, if not all. And so the question is, what can a chiropractor do for me is answered by looking at that chiropractic objective, which is the chiropractor can facilitate the correction through chiropractic adjustments to subluxation so that restoration of proper structural alignment with this within the spine occurs giving freedom to that neurological system to operate as intended 
which allows less interference or impingement on that neurological tissue, which therefore creates an overall higher quality of spinal integrity and neural integrity and holistic healing from the inside out, above, down, inside out. So better structure within your spine means better function within the nerve tissue and better function within the nerve tissue allows an opportunity for more healing and well-being to occur from within. Subluxation can and does occur in all ages and stages regardless of symptoms. So it is caused by a lack of adaptation to stress and our viewpoint on this podcast is chiropractic can be a great resource when utilized on a regular basis with consistency. And so we promote or I promote visiting your chiropractor on a proactive schedule that allows them to analyze your spine and check your spine for subluxation and adjust when necessary or not adjust if there is no need to adjust leaving more room and opportunity for that spine and neurological system to function in that above, down, inside out way of balance. Thanks for joining us on this episode. I look forward to being with you on the next one. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe, leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risks associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke.
in essence, there is a stroker ID in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.